Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. All right, good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. An award-winning DancingRabbitGolf.com. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. Don't forget, you can go to our Facebook page, search the Out of Bounds show. Facebook, search the Out of Bounds show. We just threw up some video there. That's right, our webcast. You can uh, see the studio, the set, and all the cool stuff we got going on. And as I was interviewing Tom Luganville and Arch Manning, uh, we were rolling the cameras. Also, YouTube, Search Out of Bounds Sports. Show is driven by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment. It was Mississippi Ag. It's now Ag Up Equipment. That text line 601-885-3776. Uh, tough weekend for Mississippi State. It looks like Landon Sims will be out for some time. May have thrown the last pitch of his career at Mississippi State. Uh, you know, I was watching it live. A lot of you were. Those of you that were not have heard about it and or have watched it since. And basically, he was dominating Tulane. Um, and you could tell he threw a pitch. He felt something go wrong. And he started walking towards the dugout, kind of talking to, you know, Lamonis and Foxhall. Uh, he's the best player on your team. He's one of the best players in America. He was unbelievable last year, time and time again, in big moments, on the mound, eighth, ninth, extra innings. And he's a great talent. Uh, I did not realize how big he was till I ran into him at Omaha with his parents. 
Very nice young man. I don't usually, if you know, if you've listened to the show, you know I don't do pictures and stuff like that. Uh, Blake says I need to do more. Probably right. But when I run into coaches and other people, I don't. And um, I I was with a friend, and they went, you got to get a picture with him. He is huge. He is a giant of a man. He's a big dude. And he can pass for an edge rusher in college football. He he he's a big dude. So that's a that's a devastating blow from a team that was already trying to find its mojo and its legs, kind of who they are and what they are. And uh you know, two devastating losses too over the weekend against Tulane. Uh one in extra innings and then yesterday uh Tulane comes back late and and beats you by a run. So I don't really know what to tell you about this year. Uh, I don't think you'll host. Obviously, national seed to me is totally off the table. I don't think you'll host. And then the flip side is Ole Miss is uh, one of the three hottest teams in America with Tennessee and Texas. And they took two or three from Central Florida. And, um, man, they, they're they finding some mojo on the back end of their staff. There you go. And that's what it takes to win. If you're going to win all the way through May and then win in the three tournaments minimum, although you could argue Omaha is at least two, if not three more, but regional, super regionals in Omaha, you're going to have to pitch on the back end, and you're going to have to find guys that will chew up four and five innings in mid-relief Yep, and can absolutely just load it up and – uh and fill up the strike zone and make the ball miss. And um, I'm sorry, make the bats miss. Make the balls miss. Anyway, you know what I'm they saying. They missed the strike zone. Is yeah. What they missed. Yeah. So Ole Miss, I, you know, I, when you look at what they were able to do over the weekend, um, you have to be excited about, you know, winning two, two games. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday was a little weird. I don't but you lose a one nothing game, and that's one of those that it's frustrating offensively. But but you don't. I don't think that's a bad loss. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. It just you you it's on the road against a good team, and you're go, you're never going undefeated. You might as well just get one out of the way now. I mean, it's not you know it is what it is, and so um I let we we know Ole Miss is trending in the right direction. The question will be. Are they top eight or are they top 16, right? Because if you're top eight, you get two home series. If you're top 16, you're only going to get one in the postseason. Here's my question to you, because there's way, I think there's way more up in the air at this moment in time in Startville than there is in Oxford. Well, yeah. what if Because uh, Ole Miss looks the part. That's my point. If, if Landon Sims does not throw another pitch for Mississippi State, where does their season end? Do they make the postseason? Are I don't they a know. regional team? Are they a super regional surprise? I mean, I think at this point you're hoping for a two seed at best. I don't think you can host a regional with the trajectory that you're on at this point. Uh, I'm not sure they go to a regional, but oh. yeah. Then, uh, so, but if QB1 just said that it looks like Stone Simmons could be out for a little while and that's why he didn't go back in the ninth on Saturday. I which, thought it was because Lamotis didn't know how to coach baseball. I'm. And who knows? I don't know if that's true, so I'm not confirming that, by the way, because that'll get to somebody quickly. Uh, the 
if that's the case, you're really in trouble because there was some talk that they may give Stone Simmons a shot to start, but he was looking like your closer. He pitched well. Uh, that That's your second best pitcher, by the way, right now today. Probably, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe you're Kate Smith. Uh, you can run the numbers a couple of different ways, but bro- Landon Sims is by far and away your best player and best pitcher. And uh, so I don't know, Blake, if, if they keep losing guys... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I would think they make a regional. Yeah, I'm not ready to say they're not going to make the postseason. Well, I'm not saying that yeah. with any kind of 100. percent But th- it, it could happen. Yes, it I could mean, happen. Correct. They're six and six. A, Let, let's not. What a fall from grace. Thirty games in the SEC, and I don't see anything dominant on the mound. Uh, I, I mean, I, yeah, Landon yeah. was dominant. Yeah, that's it. And so. You know, they ran out a lot of guys over the weekend and and didn't get a lot from them. So it's still early, and we'll see what happens, you know, the next 15 or so games and see what they can they can do. It doesn't get any easier. You got Texas Tech Tuesday and Wednesday, and I think they scored 70 runs over the weekend. All right. Or something crazy. Sweet. So, all right, let's uh, switch gears here. Um, we're going to find out maybe more on this Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, Denver thing tomorrow, franchise tags. And then we're we're finding that, I think somebody made a great point over the weekend. If it wasn't for Tony Romo and Dak Prescott, the Cowboys would be the Jets. Oh, my gosh. Um. Or, or, or the Lions, maybe, is a better way to put because the Jets actually made a couple of AFC championship games. Um, the dysfunction, right when you think they may start to figure it out, obviously, they've gone on this 25-year stretch. It's actually longer than that, where Jerry has screwed this whole thing up. And they haven't been worth a damn since Jimmy Johnson was the coach. I know Barry Switzer, you know, cashed in on a year. But to... To move off of Amari Cooper, mm, when you can make it, you can figure it out, cap-wise. To move off him to sign Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz, a lot of you don't even know who either one of those are. One's the wide receiver, who's a nice player, and Dalton Schultz is a nice tight end. And you wouldn't know them if if they played on some other teams because it's because they play in the marquee time slot is the only reason you know guys like that from Dallas. As Dan Patrick says, those type guys are overhyped. People have tried to tell me that Michael Callup is like great. I'm like, slow your roll. He's not. But it looks like they're going to part ways with uh, Amari Cooper, and that's dumb. Marcus Mosher, Cowboys Insider, 930. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Man, good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds. Brought to you by USA Pawn. USAPawn.com. Man, they're throwing up all kinds of video. Telling you what. Nick Fulton's getting crazy on us. Look at that man. Uh, USAPawn.com. Six locations. And then their mega 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 store is I-55 South and uh, Frontage Road what am I trying to say Dow Road thank you yeah that didn't sound right like I've been saying this for years the Out of Bounds show is powered by USA Pawn follow them on Facebook th- and uh, Instagram so on Twitter they're they're throwing out all kinds of content whether it's buying or selling silver and gold to, uh, you know, cool new electronics that they get in, whether it's game systems, smart TVs. Yeah, you need a smart TV for March Madness. Yeah. If you're really smart, you have a couple TVs. I know. Wow. That's what it's all about. I took mine uh, outside this weekend on the back patio. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't just have an outdoor TV. Well, I thought about it, but I don't know where. I'm not. I don't. They're so light this day and age, and I like I like to put it in like three different places. Fair enough. So if it was in one place, yeah. But I watched the last part of Mississippi State Tulane, I guess, on Saturday. Oh, fun! And then I watched all of North Carolina and Duke hey. on the back patio yeah. overlooking the water. Had it's a, little, a good time of year. A little Havana cigar. I did. I had a Rocky wow. Patel decade. What a guess. And let me just tell you, a Rocky Patel Decade Cigar, you find them at Havana, okay? A Rocky Patel Decade Cigar is delicious. Let me tell you what else Wendy and I did. We didn't have kids this weekend around. They were, uh, my daughter went out of town and Wilkes had other stuff going on. Uh, we got mud bugs. This is kind of crazy for us. We got mud bugs Friday and Saturday. How about that? Double dip? Yep. Did you go shrimp and crawfish? Yeah. Did you go craw- Okay. All right. I did. All right. I did. I've not had and crawfish. And the mushrooms. Yet. Yeah. I hadn't had crawfish yet this year. So okay. I gotta get out there. Well, you got to. And guess who I ran into? Uh, weather. Uh, Saturday, I went by there. Kendall, Chef no. Kendall Collins, texted me and said, I'm going to be there. So I planned it to where I got my to go order, but I had a beer with him. And, um,. I ran into this guy. This guy's hilarious. He's one of those guys, really funny. He listens to the show. He's going to cook for us. Oh. Uh, Kendall said he's going to get him to. Uh, he's one of those guys that doesn't eat vegetables. 
Oh, nice. Meat and potatoes. Nice. And it was so funny listening to him. And so I asked him if he ate vegetables, and he he, he said this dead serious. He goes, he kind of thought about it. He said, I, I said, you know, like broccoli, asparagus. He went, nah, nah. I said, you know, do you ever eat a salad? He goes, no. And I said, okay. Uh, he said, I, potatoes all gratin? Yeah. He, he, he wanted to count that as a vegetable. Cheese, cheese and potatoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, this guy's one speed. It cracks me up when people he say that stuff. He smashes meat yeah. and potatoes. Because I, like, I don't eat vegetables because they're healthy. I've never made a choice about what I eat because of its health benefits or lack thereof. I make a choice to, on what to eat because it tastes good. Right. It just makes it makes me laugh that these people don't think they taste good. I know. Because I'm like, but what? I love his, yeah. you know, it's like uh, less pen. I mean, he looks at a vegetable and he yeah. gets mad. It's because like the last time that guy had a vegetable, his mom was opening a can of like, oh yeah, like know, crappy. You know, yeah. What was like? Here's what I remember in the the crappiest vegetable out of a can was English peas. <laughs> they Nasty. Still have them. They still got them. Na- I mean, I, that stuff, I wouldn't feed that stuff to cats, and I don't even like cats. So, you know, um, but this guy is all in meat and potato. And he and Kendall were cooking steak. That's funny. They tagged me later in the night. I saw that, And yeah. uh, some beautiful-looking uh, – Kendall had a bone-in oh. tomahawk, I oh. think, that he was go- that, that they did, and some other stuff. But um, can't go wrong. No there. vegetables for him. No salad. No nothing. Hey, speaking of, we're excited to welcome in Forty Four Prime, Blake. Forty Four Prime Steakhouse in Startville. Please. Yeah, it's uh, right there off Main Street, and it's one of the new restaurants in Startville. There's several, by the way, which is a good thing, and uh, it's locally owned. And it's a, it's a great, I've had the ribeye, the filet, the New York strip, the tuna tartare, the calamari, and um, it's right off Main Street. See where I'm going there? Right by the Startable Daily News. And um, 44prime.com, right. you can kind of put that together. Roy Oswalt, Houston Astros Hall of Fame. He, he's in the Houston Astros Hall of Fame. He wore 44. 44prime.com. There you go. So, uh, they are on the show, and we're excited to have them. Boom. I got to take you. Locked and loaded. Yeah, I know. I've been in there once, but it was for a sales meeting. It yeah. wasn't for It wasn't for food, Yeah. Well, they've got a great wine list. Yeah. You were in there because yes. of that. Their wine list is outstanding. Yes. Fantastic. And they, they do a smoked old-fashioned. Oh. Oh. It's... That's fancy. Big, no, it is. It's big balling. That's fancy. It's big balling. Speaking of big balling, Kirk Herbstreet will be able to afford 44 Prime. All right, let's talk about that. <laughs> He's signing it's a gonna big make deal. Him to, with Amazon? That's right. No word yet on the contract number, but Amazon settles on Kirk Herbstreet. They went after three guys prior to Herbstreet, according to the, the, the sources, the, the, resources the, the reports. They say Amazon went after Troy Aikman, then Sean McVay, that's the head coach of the Rams. Okay. Then John Lynch. That's the sitting GM of the 49ers. All three said thanks, but no thanks. And so they settled on college football zone, Kirk Herbstreet. What a great move for Herbstreet. Yeah, because he's not leaving college game day. No. 
or ESPN or ABC. Or calling the game of the week Correct. on ABC, like you so said. So he'll call two games a week now instead of the one. Let me throw something out at you. I wouldn't be surprised if Kirk ends up doing the NFL full-time at some point. It's so big. I love college football, but the game is so much better than NFL. And it, the allure of it, I mean, look at the numbers, Blake. It's insane. It, it, look at the look at twenty five million people yeah. watching at three thirty in the afternoon. Uh, what was it? Forty eight of the fifty most watched television shows of the fall schedule were NFL games. Yeah, that's not. A, I mean, that's like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I'm not saying anytime soon. Okay, because he's still a young man. I think he would have done it if he had ever had an NFL career. That's the difference. Yeah, now he but, never had. But, an, he but never it had looks a like he's going to be able to do this because he's coming with an because insider. he's so. Look, I don't agree with Kirk on on, on everything. I, nobody does. But he is so good at being a color analyst mm-hmm. that I think he could pull off being an NFL guy. Yeah, without having played one snap. Well, this well is, he's obviously going to do yeah, it. Yeah, this is the doorway that he hadn't had yet. And Amazon has ridiculous money, and they want a big name, and they got it. Um, I guess Sean. I don't know where Sean Payton is with his negotiations and with who, but... It certainly doesn't look like he's an in-game analyst. It looks like he has told them he's moving to L.A. and he wants to... It it sure looks like he wants to do a studio show from Los Angeles, I I guess. I mean, it makes sense, or even be remoted in from Los Angeles, because I think it makes sense for two reasons. It's less prep. Yeah. And it's not a commit. It's a it's smaller time commitments. Yeah. As opposed to like the the four hours before a game, the four hours of the game, and then the couple hours after. It's not right. like that. So it'll be a little bit different for Sean. So I don't Doesn't know. have to fly in the day or two days before. So Aikman has gone to ESPN now. He'll right. do Monday Night Football. Right. That's cra- That's going to be weird. My whole life he's been Fox. Right. Now Amazon's got Thursday night and Kirk Herbstreet's doing NFL. And is Al Michaels next? And Amazon, and we'll have Al Michaels play-by-play and Kirk Herbstreet, color analyst for Amazon Thursday Night Football. Marcus Mosher on the dysfunction of the Dallas Cowboys next. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Press the button, my friend. The Audible is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Woo, good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, driven by the Ram Trucks. Jeep Grand Cherokees, Mack Hike and Flowood. Visit MackHikeFlowood.com for your next pre-owned or new Ram truck. Mack Hike and in Flowood and MackHikeFlowood.com. Our guests join us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. We welcome in Marcus Mosher, Cowboys insider. And uh, we were talking about it earlier in the show. And there's it's been all over social media. It looks like the Cowboys will move off of Amari Cooper to sign Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz. And uh, people like Marcus are asking the question, why? And, of course, Zeke Elliott's still on the roster, taking up a lot of space and money. Marcus, how how bad of a move is this if the Cowboys uh, move off of Cooper to sign Gallup and Schultz? Yeah, so let's just first talk about the Cowboys cutting or trading Amari for a late-round pick. Um, it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but none of, the, none of their moves with Amari has made sense. They traded for Amari in 2018 because their plan at wide receiver was so bad that it was actively hurting Dak Prescott's development. They traded for Amari, and all of a sudden the team took off. Dak took off, and he became a franchise quarterback. He put up monster numbers in 2019. And then the Cowboys let Amari hit free agency. And because they let him hit free agency and get other offers, they had to pay him more. And now two years later, they're complaining that they had to pay him more. So it doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't make the offense better. And more importantly, it doesn't make Dak Prescott better moving on from Amari. So I I have no idea why they're doing this other than just to try to appease the people that care about the salary cap. So who's driving this? Is it Jerry Jones or Steven Jones, or is it a salary cap guy in the front office? Yeah, I I think it's Steven Jones who, I mean, we haven't heard for sure, but I don't think Steven was somebody that was interested in trading for Amari Cooper in the first place because his plan was, Hey, let's, Let's keep Cole Beasley and Terrence Williams and Deontay Thompson. We don't need a a big number one receiver. Um, And now because they've made so many other poor decisions cap wise, they're looking at a, they're looking at Amari Cooper's contract and thinking, Hey, we can save 60 million here. Let's do that. Uh, So is there anyone that can challenge Steven Jones in the room? You think within the franchise? I mean, it's Jerry Jones, but I don't I don't necessarily think Jerry's at the stage of his career where he's going to do that. He's kind of given the reins over to Stephen Jones to make you know, this, this, this decisions as he wants to. So uh, I don't get it. We, we should also talk about the Michael Gallup situation because I don't get how it makes sense to cut Amari Cooper and then immediately give Michael Gallup close to the same amount of money because the rumors and the whispers that we're hearing is that Michael Gallup wants 13 to $14 million per year. 
And why would you give why would you give him Amari's money when Dallas is now coming off two pretty major injuries, including a calf injury and a torn ACL, and he might not be ready for a year, you know, for the start of the season. Plus, even when he was there the last couple of years, he was of the three receivers they had, he was the least efficient with Dak. It, it, this just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, no, it does. So I don't remember if it was you or, and we're visiting with Marcus Mosher, Cowboys Insider, host of Locked On Cowboys podcast. And if you if you don't follow him on Twitter, he's great. Great follow on Twitter. Cracks me up at Marcus underscore Mosher. I don't remember if it was you or someone else that said, basically, if the Cowboys didn't have Tony Romo and Dak Prescott the last 15 plus years, that they could, and they could almost be like the Detroit Lions. I mean, yeah, it's the truth, right? Because the Lions and the Cowboys are in the Washington, I believe they're the only three teams in the last 25 years that haven't made it to the NFC Championship game, right? It's those three teams. And the Cowboys have basically had elite quarterback play during that entire stretch, right? I mean, between Dak and between Romo, they've had two monsters at quarterback, and yet it's still not been good enough. I think those two guys have covered up so many flaws and mistakes at the front office that we're just and we're just now starting to realize that. Uh, so you just hit on something else. Maybe Steven didn't want to do the trade for Amari, and it, it, it's been very, very successful. Um, mm-hmm. That's something else that Dallas doesn't do, Marcus. And as someone who you're all over the NFL draft too, but free agency, it, it's almost like they draft people and they believe we've got to stay with them because we're the smartest people in the room. And Dallas should be an unbelievable free agency destination because of the market and the star mm-hmm. and all that. Why do you think they don't play in that free agency market any more than they do, knowing that players like to live there and play with the star on their helmet, and it gives gives them more opportunities for endorsement deals, Mosher? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I, I think they believe in drafting, developing, and then keeping your homegrown talent. I think that's why they're going to pay Dalton Schultz and Michael Gallup over Amari because Amari is clearly better than those two guys but they didn't draft Amari, right? They traded for Amari, and they view that as, you know, different. They believe that drafting and developing is the way to to build a team, and I just don't see that anymore. I think, obviously, you have to draft well, but you've got to be aggressive in free agency, and you've got to be able to go out and make trades. And I think part of the problem here was what's happening with Stephen Jones is they believe, hey, we draft the guys, and we're loyal to them, and they're loyal to us, we'll end up getting a better deal on the open market. They're going to want to stay in Dallas rather than going to Jacksonville, right? That hasn't really happened. Every contract they've given to a player that they drafted, they've, they've way overpaid, whether it's Ezekiel Elliott, Jalen Smith, like Jarwin. They have not gotten the benefit of the doubt on any of these kind of contracts. So it's just, Cowboys are in a tough spot right now. Is there? Do you see any scenario where they back off this, and and some somehow Stephen Jones has an epiphany or or bumps his head today, or has the right vodka tonic later this afternoon and realizes that he doesn't need to do this with Amari Cooper? I, I mean, I think the only way Amari comes back is if um, if Gallup's contract ends up getting to be too much, where 
you know, the, the closer we get to free agency and the more agents start to talk, and if they find out Michael Gallup wants 15 to 16 million a year, and Amare's open to taking less money or restructuring his contract in a way that the Cowboys can save cap space this year and maybe still get out of this deal in the next year or two, maybe. But that's about the only scenario. I fully expect over the next week or two for the Cowboys to give Gallup a long-term deal to franchise tag Dalton Schultz oh and see Amari Cooper walk out the door. Yep. Uh, I mean, people are laughing at them. Do do. Do you think that Stephen Jones has any idea that that people in the business look at this and and just go, "This is insane"? Oh, I I know for a fact that agents and other teams at the NFL Combine this week were laughing at the mismanagement of the Cowboys between how they handled the Dak situation compared to how they handled the Ezekiel Elliott contract. Right, Ezekiel Elliott after three years was holding out, and the Cowboys paid him everything he wanted, right? But instead with Dak, they waited and waited and waited. They still had to give him everything they wanted. So, yeah, across the NFL, I think people know Stephen Jones is not his dad, and you can you can beat him in deals. Does Dak have the chips to raise hell uh, with Stephen Jones and try to get this thing turned around? in the next couple of days? My guess is not right now, no. But I, I think we're trending in a really interesting situation, right? Because we're in year two of a four-year extension for Dak. Let's say things go poorly this year, next year, and we're in the final year. You know, Dak might say, hey, you guys have not put together a team that's competitive enough to try to win Super Bowls, right? You haven't done what the Rams have done or what the Chiefs have done. Unless you go all in, I'm out. I would think Stephen Jones and Will McClay and Jerry Jones would look at this the next couple of years as their championship window. And not only just the championship window, but also trying to sell back that, hey, we are a team that's going to put together a very competitive roster. Because if you're not going to do that, maybe he leaves in a couple of years. Marcus Mosher. Dallas Cowboys insider, Locked On Cowboys podcast. He joins us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Um, okay, so why do you... Dak and the offense did not look good down the stretch. I don't know. Was it the calf injury? Was it... Kel- I'm not buying in on Kellen Moore as the next boy wonder, but but I understand You know, some people are. What did you chalk that up to? Was it Dak? Was it the offensive line and the pieces that were moving around? Or or was it Kellen Moore? Why did they struggle down the stretch, Marcus? Yeah, it's it's a really good question. And I think it's a complicated answer, right? I think the offensive line obviously didn't help, right? They clearly faded as the year went on. The running game was just not as good. But I think the bigger issue was Amari Cooper wasn't healthy from after he got COVID and missed two games. He just really was never himself until we got to the playoff game. I thought he looked healthy then. And when he's not healthy, the offense really struggles because he's the only one, again, when healthy, that can win consistently one-on-one, beat his matchup, win with route running, be in the right you know spot at the right time. Well, the Cowboys are looking at things like, hey, well, if he's not going to be healthy and our offense is going to struggle, 
when it should be, we need to get somebody in addition to Amari Cooper that can win his matchup, that can win against press man-to-man coverage. I'm terrified to, to imagine what the offense is going to look like without Amari because, again, he's the only one that can beat man-to-man coverage. I don't understand how Steven and, and even Jerry can't look at what the Rams did and go, and even Tampa Bay the year before. Uh, and so, what some of the other teams are trying to do and say, yeah, this is the play. You've got – it's like, Marcus, we're a big SEC football show right here in the heart of SEC football mm-hmm. country. And and the transfer portal is a big deal, and you've got to understand how to leverage it and get involved and get in there and make your roster better. I, I'm still just blown away that they don't understand the power of free agency and the fact that they're in an incredible market, unlike like Green Bay – where free agents don't want to go there, Marcus. I, I think it's oh man, this is such a such a difficult question, but I think there's a lack of urgency around the Cowboys, right? Because <laughs> Stephen Jones knows that he's never going to get fired, right? Jerry Jones is never going to get fired, right? So their goal is to keep the Cowboys competitive every year, not necessarily with a Super Bowl, right? The goal is just to make sure, hey, in 2022, 23, 24 that we all have competitive teams with big primetime games that have great numbers. I don't see the urgency like the Rams had where, hey, Les Snead, the GM, if you don't win a Super Bowl soon, you're gone. Or Sean McVay, if you don't win a Super Bowl soon, you know, we might move on. There's just not that urgency in Dallas. All right. So if they do all this nonsense, move off Cooper, sign Gallup, and Schultz, do you think that they will strongly consider a wide receiver in the first round or an O-lineman? Yeah, I think it's going to be a wide receiver in the first round. I do. Um, first of all, I don't necessarily think there's an offensive lineman at 24 that they would love. I think there's a couple that they would like. Uh, but a receiver, I think there's some guys that tell more believes would fit the offense well, that, you know, that would work well with Dak and C.D. Lamb. I, I think that's probably the plan, and I just don't see how releasing Amari Cooper and drafting a receiver in round one makes your team any better. Who do you think could be there that you would really like that can step in? He's not going to be Amari probably, but that can step in and play right. and have a tremendous impact possibly as a rookie. Yeah, Chris Olave isn't my favorite receiver in the class but he might be my favorite fit with the Cowboys because he does have the, the deep speed that they've been missing. Um, not great after the catch, but he can win with incredible route running. Uh, he can make plays down the field. He can play in the slot on the outside. And I just think that's the type of receiver that Dak likes. I, I kind of compare him to like a Calvin Ridley type of player. Yeah, I think C.D. Lamb, C.D. Lamb, Gallup, and Chris Olave is a, is a nice receiving core just by itself. Mm-hmm. Marcus Mosher, Dallas Cowboys insider, Locked On Cowboys podcast. He joins us on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. All right, let's switch gears. Matt Corral uh, played just two hours up the road from us at Ole Miss, mm-hmm. and Charles Cross two hours up the road the other way to at Mississippi State. Let's start with Corral. Um, I thought he was brilliant, dynamic, in the toughest division of all of college football when they don't have as much talent as several teams within the division. Uh, and I'm the Malik Willis thing is fascinating to me, the hype train all of a sudden the last few days, but whatever. 
Where are you with Matt Corral and where he could end up in the first round, Marcus? Yeah, I mean, I do think Matt Corral will end up being a first-round pick. It's just where. Uh, a month ago, a month and a half ago, I think you could have convinced me that he was going to be the first quarterback drafted. Uh, but over the last few weeks, it seems like he's going to settle into being picked, you know, maybe somewhere in the late teens or early 20s. And actually for him, I wonder if that's a better thing, right? Go to a team that's a little bit better, that's not asking him to be the franchise saver or anything. If he goes to the Saints, right, and he's with Pete Carmichael, the offensive coordinator there, and with a team that has a really good offensive line, a really good defense, and some weapons in Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, I think that would be make a lot of sense. I, I just think something like that would be great for his overall stock, and I that's kind of where I see him landing, late teens, early 20s. So you feel like with when you look at this, you're going – are you going Malik Willis as the first guy? No, I, I'm, I'm going to bet Kenny Pickett's the first. Okay, you're going Pickett with Pitt. All right. Okay. Yep. Uh, I, I think I think Carolina at six and Denver at nine are two landing spots for Kenny Pickett. All right. What about Charles Cross? Do you do you see him in the top ten, top fifteen? Where do you see Cross going out of Mississippi State? I have a hard time believing that he gets out of the top 15 for a couple different reasons. Number one, he's really good. Like, he's really, really good. And there's so many teams that need offensive tackles. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he ends up being, like, a top seven or eight pick. We could see three tackles drafted inside of the top eight. Wouldn't surprise me at all. I know a couple teams across the league think Cross is the best offensive tackle in this class. He's even better than Evan Neal, even better than Ike Iquanu at North Carolina State. So, if you can get him any time after the first seven or eight picks, I think it's a huge value. Let's go back to Corral. Uh, can you give me a look? This guy, he he's accurate. He can he can throw the deep ball. Uh, he ran for two hundred yards against Tennessee. You don't want to run that much, but he is capable no. of making people miss and stretching a defense. And obviously, you can't do that as much in the NFL. He'll have to learn to slide and all that. Can you give me a comp for Matt Corral? Yeah, I think he's everything that people envision Baker Mayfield coming out of Oklahoma, right? A little bit of a shorter quarterback, but somebody that has incredible arm talent uh, can actually actually make plays outside of the pocket. It's something that people have talked about with Baker Mayfield that he can't do. Uh, he can run. He can move. Uh, I love the velocity throwing the ball down the sidelines and down the seams. I think I think a better version of Baker Mayfield is is what you're getting in Corral. Okay. And give me a comp for Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of Pitt, that you think will go uh, will be the first quarterback taken. Yeah, I see a lot of similarities to Kirk Cousins, and I know when you say that, you get some people that roll their eyes or kind of laugh. But Kirk Cousins has been a quality starting quarterback in in the league the last ten years, so. Somebody who can get the ball to your playmakers, not going to be overly dynamic, uh, not going to wow you with arm talent, but pretty consistently good. And I think for teams that just need a a, a B-plus at quarterback, he makes a lot of sense. All right. And then how do you see uh, – do you think Aaron Rodgers is a starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers? 
in 2022? I, I do. I, I just think he loves this process of uh, everybody telling him how great he is and where he should go and be, being courted and all this stuff. I think he, he learned from Brett Favre how, how, how great it is to have everybody talking about you 24-7. I do think it makes ultimately the most sense to go back to Green Bay for a couple of reasons, not only because of the football fit, right, playing with, you know, the guys you know, the coaching staff you know, but the NFC is pretty weak in general. That division, the NFC North, is going to be atrocious outside of Green Bay. The Rams, I don't think, are going to be as good. The NFC East, I think Dallas is obviously going to take a hit with some of their guys they're going to move on from. I, I think it makes sense for him to go back to Green Bay. All right. We'll leave it there. Marcus Mosher. On the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Follow Marcus on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is the host of Locked on Cowboys and the managing editor for the Raiders Wire. And, uh, boy, that's depressing as a, as a Dak Prescott fan that I just <laughs> I, I just frustrates me. Uh, all right, hold on, 20 seconds. Is Kellen Moore overmatched against really good defensive coordinators in the NFL? No, I think he's fine. I I think he's got some some stuff he's got to work on and learn, but I still think he's one of the better offensive coordinators in the league. Okay. And you feel like Dak... I mean... They're fine together. They're fine. They, there are some things they need to work on. I think Dak being a little healthier this year will help. Okay. Uh, they're a good tandem. I, I, I don't have any questions about that. And they need to play Tony Pollard more than Zeke Elliott, right? Yes. Yes, make Tony Pollard the the, uh, the RB one there. All right, hey, you're a great file. You crack me up on Twitter. I mean, all you know, year round, but on game day, when I'm watching the red zone and pouring a beer, uh, Blake and I talk about it all the time. <laughs> you, you're you and Belt are hilarious. Hey, thanks for jumping on. We'd love to get you one more. Blake and I are going out to Vegas for the draft. We're like over the moon excited, and uh, we'd like to get you on one more time. We appreciate it, Marcus. Of course, anytime. Thanks, guys. Marcus Mosher, the podcast host of Locked on Cowboys, joining us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Well, I may have to find another team. Um, RIP football season. You know, Stephen Jones has got to do better than this. Somebody needs – his wife seems really smart can and we put, sharp. Can we put together some money and And adorable him? and loves Dak Prescott. And I, so I wish, like, Dak would maybe – talk to her and she would talk to him so that we can not lose Amari Cooper and not spend a lot of money on Michael Gallup and Dal- I mean they're good they're nice players don't get me wrong but Amari Cooper is a difference maker all right I wanted to end on a better note let's talk food or something how about that uh let's go with the burger at Bulldog Burger in uh, uh Lake Harbor and Ridgeland Starkville and Tupelo Bulldog oh my daughter went to Bulldog Burger in Starville this weekend. She knows where to go. No doubt about it. Blake says I've got to take him to get that chicken sandwich at Bulldog Burger. Now, now my theory would be load that thing up with pickles and then do comeback sauce on the side and smash some onion rings at Bulldog Burger in uh, Ridgeland, Lake Harbor, Starville, Tupelo. Thanks for listening to the show. Lugan Bill on Arch Manning was great. Marcus Mosher on Dak and the Cowboys and everything else was fantastic. Go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and search the Out of Bounds show. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.